Nietzsche was certainly one of the greatest philosophers within the spiritual realm who drove himself to extremes in matters of great profundity and I believe encountered the very same experience as that of Dante. It has been suggested that Nietzsche is perhaps not the best of examples to use mainly due to his insanity. However, insanity highlights a potential aspect of the experience in that, whilst it is a beatific experience and of light, if the individual does not manage it well, it can lead to delusions of grandeur and perhaps even insanity. Nietzsche was born in 1844 and he wrote a number of books including The Birth of Tragedy, Human All Too Human, Thus Spoke Zarathustra and Twilight of the Idols. His final work, Ecce Homo, is perhaps the most spiritually all-encompassing of his works. He felt that, at this point, he had reached some conclusion which justified a retrospective. Indeed, in Ecce Homo, he provides commentary on all his prior publications, himself, his spiritual journey and experience. Whilst in this text he refers to and asserts many of the points that I myself maintain, the style of writing is rather unfortunate in that it is particularly arrogant and egotistical in delivery and articulation. If one cannot bypass or overlook this, it can detract from the otherwise solid insights into his spiritual journey and resultant experience. In Thus Spoke Zarathustra, there are numerous references to light and to knowledge, which appear in a variety of his texts, but especially in this one. It states, Where is the lightning to lick you with its tongue? Where is the madness with which you should be cleansed? And further, Behold, I teach you this superman. He is this lightning. Nietzsche here compares himself to Zarathustra and describes himself as a prophet of the lightning and a heavy drop from the cloud. But this lightning is called Superman and he desires to teach men the meaning of their existence, which is the Superman, the lightning from the dark cloud. On the matter of knowledge and his independent drive for it, Nietzsche feels that truly it is more when one's own teaching comes out of one's own burning, and says of himself in Echo Homo, As if in me a second consciousness had grown, as if in me the will had turned on a light for itself, over the oblique path on which it had hitherto been descending. It is in Echo Homo that I believe the best evidence for Nietzsche having had his experience can be found. The commentaries of others who have had the experience in the following chapter will show how Nietzsche writes with similar striking imagery of the concept of revelation, an ecstasy, a superfluity of light, and a tempest of a feeling of freedom, of divinity. He states, The great seriousness first arises. The real question mark is the first step up. The destiny of the soul veers round. The clock hand moves on. The tragedy begins. One is merely incarnation, merely mouthpiece, merely medium of overwhelming forces. The concept of revelation, in the sense that something suddenly, with unspeakable certainty and subtlety, becomes visible, audible, something that shakes and overturns one to the depths, simply describes the fact. A thought flashes up like lightning. I never had any choice. An ecstasy whose tremendous tension sometimes discharges itself in a flood of tears, while one's steps now involuntarily rush along, now involuntarily lag. A complete being outside of oneself, with the distinct consciousness of a multitude of subtle shudders and trickles down to one's toes. A superfluity of light.
Everything is in the highest degree involuntary, but takes place as in a tempest of a feeling of freedom, of absoluteness, of power, of divinity. The confidence in knowing due to this experience can be found in his commentary in Echo Homo. Nietzsche refers to his search for truth and knowledge and having attained insight, finding himself eventually no longer speaking with words, but with lightning bolts, as a result of the courage of his conviction. In fact, Nietzsche feels that he is one of the very few who has had such an experience, and of this he states, This reflects my own experience of inspiration. I do not doubt that one has to go back thousands of years to find anyone who could say to me, It is mine also. Nietzsche's imperiousness is unfortunate and generally detracts from his work. However, he feels that, having been one of the few to have had such an experience, he only has Zarathustra to relate to in this context. This is perhaps just and forgivable to the extent that he would have had no one to discuss such matters with, nor would it have been written of in any text that he would readily have had access to. Certainly none of the philosophers of his day had openly achieved what he had. As was the case with Jung, and even more so today, there is easy access to a vast amount of information on a diverse range of subjects. Had he lived in a later age, Nietzsche would have known that he was not alone.